This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. We all remember the big moments in the movies we see. The big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. Episode is 1979's The Dark. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest movie microscope. My name is Nick Nunziata, and I'm your gracious host. Alongside me, the invisible Justin Waddell. How's it going? Good. All right. Oh, there you are. Are you suggesting uh, that I terrorize Elizabeth Moss in a Me Too-themed movie that, that just came out? That everybody raves about? That maybe we should be doing instead we're doing I'm this gonna, movie? I'm going to break the chassis of our show for a second. Okay. I'm going to do a reading. On our planet, hundreds of species of animal, plant, and insect life protect themselves by using their ability to change their color or shape, to blend in with their surroundings. Many other species are capable of killing their prey by use of electric shocks, acids, or poisons. Of the millions of planets capable of supporting life in the universe, it is certainty that hundreds of thousands of developed species of life with characteristics similar and possibly more dangerous than those found on our own planet Earth. It is also a certainty that not all alien encounters will be friendly. Is that from Bull Durham? It's from the Bible. (laughs) It's the start of this movie. It's the movie Microscope! (laughs) <laughs> guys <laughs> show where we zoom in <laughs> you're excited yeah um was that from the start of this movie yeah. is that the opening narration yeah it's tough did yeah. you did you get it from the internet or did you actually write it down i i got it from the internet oh, i wish you would have that's why the internet was invented sat there with paper and pen <sighs> so we are here folks it is a show where we zoom in right we take all of the things that we like and we put it in a lunchbox, and we run across the desert and toss it towards a film. <laughs> That's exactly right. Remember all the things that make a break and share them with the likes of you. So if we were talking about, uh, I don't know, uh, I'd have to say in harm's way. Mm. We would not be talking about the scene where Henry Fonda skids down the entire battleship on his penis. We're talking about the little moments, yeah, the moments that are which are plentiful in in Bud's Bud whatever his names, the dark. Oh yeah, that's right. It's like Bud Puss. No, his name is John Bud Cardos. Yeah, that's the director. And Bud in quotes. Yeah. So it's his nickname. Yeah. 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 If you that's a good way to know that you're dealing with a serious filmmaker, is when they've got a part of their name in quotes. Did you? So I don't know if you ever thought maybe you would direct a film. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. I fantasized about it a long time ago. Yeah. But what? What would if you were if you directed a film? What would your nickname be? Like what would it be? In quotes. 
Yeah, what would be the parting quotes? Yeah. Yeah, the parting quotes. What would it be? It'd be. Uh, I have. There's a few that I've been wanting to use. Right. Yeah. Like. Uh, uh, like Nick. Can't believe I left Ace Hardware Nunziata. That's one of the ones I wanted to use. <laughs> Do you still work there? No. No. Okay. But I'd like to envision that I was in the Ace Hardware when I found out I got the job. Okay. Shopping for like you know dry tools. Sure. <laughs> dry tools. You got, they went to the dry tool aisle. How do you get the call? You have one? What's one of yours? I'd be. I I always thought it'd be cool if it would be like Justin uh, Steven Spielberg Waddell. <laughs> uh, I was gonna have like um, Justin Mary Lambert Waddell. Like yeah, Nick, Nick in quotes. Deeper shade of soul. Nunziata. And then instead of the junior, it'd be like, yeah, 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 in quotes. <laughs> um, did you ever have a nickname? What was your? What are some of your nicknames? I mean, your name is half of nickname. I it, zoom in. I, I've been called things like what was one? There was one that uh, there was one that had monkey in it. I forgot what. I forgot what it was. Like not. It was like a something about a monkey with a gun. I don't remember what it was. Okay. Why? Hmm. Was did you? Yeah. What? Push. <laughs> no, I don't know. No, I mean people would call me. Wild no, Elf. I did uh, when I was in this when I played softball religiously. They call you monkey with a gun. It was like there was bearded monkey. Duh, bearded monkey. Where'd you get the gun from? Because I was I I threw I we I played uh, on a touring team. Yeah. And you could steal, and I caught. The year I caught, I threw out like so many people. So they called me the bearded monkey. That's right. And they actually had a graphic made of me on a shirt. And it was, I get, so, it wasn't flattering, but when I first, that's kind of neat though. Do you still have it? No. When I f- first, my first job I ever had, we I had, I worked with some funny people and I decided this guy said that we talked about nicknames and he said that I, he said it was it was a sin if you gave yourself your own nickname. If you gave, if you, I agree. If you gave yourself a right. nickname, so I gave. I decided from that discussion, I I started calling myself Special Party, and then I printed it because he then he got mad because yeah. I was doing what he said not to do, and I printed it and put it on my nameplate, and it was a joke between Special my, Party, yeah, my coworkers and I, I, and they started calling me Special Party, which made him infuriated him. But one time we had people come through yeah. to like you know to get our business and this guy slam dunked my name tag into the trash real quickly huh. he was horrified that so that was the death of that nickname i thought it was funny yeah you don't special party you don't like that nickname i just want to know what a special party is i, I don't know what it is yeah do you think hitler had a nickname <sighs> i mean i hope not didn't deserve it. We're talking about The Dark. It's a movie that was... Uh, we were rele- stalling to get there. It was released in 1979. Mm-hmm. It stars the... It was not so much released as it escaped. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, it's a it's a horror film uh, featuring the likes of which includes Kathy Lee Crosby, yeah. Bill Devane, mm-hmm. Richard Jekyll, Keenan Wynn, Keenan Wynn, second time on the show. Yeah. Keenan Wynn. What was the first? The Fury? Nope, nope, nope. What was it? 
Black Moon Rising, my friend. <laughs> That's true. Remember? Hospital bed, Tommy Lee Jones fight. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Later dead. Killed in that. Killed in life. He did die. He had a quite a... Quite a, he had a great voice, great face, great face, and amazing, amazing facial hair. Yeah, yeah. Are talking about Hitler? He plays she, Shep, Shep in this. Is his name Shep or Shem or something? Shem, Sherm. Plays Sherm in this. What's your first note? Um, do you really want to know? Yeah, William Devane, and then I put. Dash shrimp joke. I don't remember. Of course you don't, because I was trying to make a joke about his last name. Oh, <laughs> that's my first note. <laughs> On a similar, I have this. Kathy Crosby was a pro tennis player, which is true. Mm-hmm. It says as an actress, she was a good tennis player. <laughs> that's good. That's but a good then note. in parentheses, dem nips though. <laughs> The nips? <laughs> yeah, she's got a nipple scene where they, the camera is only concerned with her nipples. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe William Devane, though. Maybe it was his nipples. So William Devane, here's the thing. I've always tried to figure this figure this out. First of all, I have an uncle that, that looks just like him. That's amazing, then. Because yeah. your uncle's a good-looking man. He's Devane, not. Devane I, is... William Devane was the first person in my life when I was a kid who, to me, looked like one of the flying monkeys from The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> He has the exact face of one of the flying monkeys. <laughs> yeah, but he's got like an incredible voice. He's got a great presence about him. I disagree vehemently. You don't like anything about him? I think he's an abortion. You really don't like him? I hate him. Why? I think he... I mean, and he's had a lengthy career. He has. Uh, still works. Yeah. I think. I really think he is just a nightmare person. I thought for sure you would love him. I hate him. And he's been in... I think he was in Rolling Thunder. Yep. Which I love. Despite his fucking Wizard of Oz face, he has a couple of great parts in that remake of um, you know, the Mel Gibson uh, Payback. Yeah, he, he's in a lot of good movies, and he's good in a lot of movies. But you hate him? I hate him. Well, he always plays that. He plays that kind of he, he play, yeah, he white collar douche. No, he, his presence in films is that he's better than anything. Like he's better than the stuff that's happening. Yeah. Like he's above it. Yeah, but it, it kind of works, I think. And uh, now he's, he's got in- a very toothy grin. I mean, he has. Uh, that's what happens when you're fucking taking witch orders. But the thing is, he uh, he's in a lot of commercials on like Fox News now, right? Isn't that his thing? Oh, maybe. Yeah, he's like gold, Mister Gold. Buy Fox. gold. He's like Mister Buy Gold, billion, billion guy. It, is he like a? I don't know. I don't know anything about his politics. But he was on the West Wing too, I think. But but he is the guy that I I whenever I'm in a place where they have Fox News on or whatever, William Devane shows up and tries to sell me some gold. You mean your house? <laughs> If it's, if it's not him, it's Warwick Davis. Those guys are always trying to get me involved in gold. Did you buy any? No. It's not bad advice. Buy gold. No. Yeah. No. Especially now. Buy it. Buy it. So you got also you got Rick Rick Richard Jekyll. Jekyll. Yeah. yeah. What's he from? He's he's, he's shows, in a million films back yeah. then. Yeah. He's dead. He plays a he plays a cop in this, and he's like he's like um. Have you guys been watching The Outsider? He plays um, Tony. Even <laughs> he's kind of like Ben Mendelsohn, right. an outsider. He does. He's a skeptic. He doesn't believe any of this shit that's happening. He doesn't believe that there's a uh, alien that's roaming the streets. It's not easy to innocently fucking throw a hate bomb onto law enforcement and Ben Mendelsohn, but you just did. <laughs> you just threw a fucking 
it's pretty easy to throw a hate bomb on law enforcement <laughs> for sure. Now Ben Mendelson is another. Um, ben Mendelson, by the way, let's Did you take see the a one? sideways zoom here. Fantastic. Never been bad. Always been good. All right. Those two things mean the same thing. Um, but I love him, and he's great in The Outsider. Although he doesn't have the decency to change his name to Ben Bendelson. <laughs> he doesn't have that decency, right? What's your favorite Ben Mendelson performance? Let's Probably to... Animal Kingdom yeah, or Bloodlines. I didn't see Bloodlines. Well, it doesn't change the fact that it's one of my favorite performances. What about you? I assume that the only reason you're asking me is because you want to fucking no, share I, yours. No, I don't. I just wondered. Rogue One? What's the coolest to say? Killing them softly? Yeah. Was he in... uh, You'd say, no, Mississippi Grind is the coolest to say. Yeah, I loved him in that. Yeah. It's probably my favorite performance by him. No, I I just like him in everything. I mean, he's never been bad. It's hard to... It's hard to... He was young in that... What's that movie that is cracking me up that he showed up as like a ski bum in? Yes. What is it? I don't remember, but you're right. It's it's a Chris O'Donnell movie. He was in high... uh, The one where it was Scott Glenn? Maybe. What was the movie? What was Wait, like the his big action role? Vertical Limit. He's in Vertical Limit. Fuck me! Are you kidding? Ben Mendelsohn's in it. Yeah, <sighs> we need to do that movie. Of course, that's we the do. one where, where where Scott Glenn's got black toes. Who he's he's not black toes intolerant. And then who's the who's in it? Like Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton dies in it. He's a villain, right? No, but I th- well maybe he's rich in it. I think. Well, he might as well. Um, but who's the villain in Vertical Limit? I mean, the is it Scott the elements, toes? The elements, I think. No, no, no. There's a villain. I think Paxton is like cowardly in it. No, think. no. There is a flat out villain in that movie. Yeah, there's a betrayer of some sort. It might be Paxton then. I cannot believe we remembered four people from that movie. There's more. I think I could. Rem- I think Robin Tunney's in it. Yeah, she is. And who directed it? That's the big X. That's the big X. Vert the Vertical is it Lee Limit. Lee Tamahori. Or is it be, be after his era? What if you did get this right? There's no way. No, it's not him. It can't be him. But it's gonna it's gonna be like a, it's gonna be like that. It's gonna be like a Simon Winter or a Lee Tamahori or Simon or, West. No, no, no. Or uh, or a uh, Turtle Top or one of those pricks. It's like one of those bastard bags. That's when they put. That's when they they put uh, Chris O'Donnell as like a lead in films. Yeah, because he had that fucking badass hair. His hair was gorgeous. Steve could not stop talking about his hair in that movie. In Vertical Limits? Oh, my God. His he name... was obsessed with his hairstyle in that movie. What is... I don't... This is a strange thing to be talking about. What are you talking about? Why? Steve just thought it was... He, he was really wavy and, like, pretty. Mm-hmm. And Steve was like, wow, that's, like, the best hair I've ever seen. Ooh, Martin Campbell directed this. <sighs> Martin Campbell's legit. That's that's what helped you get to that point? Not No Escape? Not Goldeneye? That's what I'm talking about. Like Martin Campbell might come back and do. They have him tapped for something that's surprise. That's kind of cool, like something big coming out, or that they want to make. He peaked with No Escape. He, didn't he direct uh, uh, the first uh, Casino Royale? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's amazing. I love that film. It's it's amazing, but it's. Did he direct the Zorro films? Is that uh, him? Zorro. Like the with the Antonio Banderas ones. Maybe so, but he peaked with No Escape. I mean, no escape's fine. Kevin uh, Dillon's in it for a while. It's that that movie is still not available on any streaming service. Pisses me off. I want to see it again so bad. He did Green Lantern. 
I forgot. It's not. It's not a bad movie. It's not great. Though. It's not great. No, but it's not. It doesn't deserve the hate. 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 Actually, you directed Edge of Darkness, which you wanted to do. I watched half of it in anticipation of us watching all of it. Uh, anyway, The Dark. Yeah. So why did you pick this movie? I've never seen it, and I remember when I was younger, it for some reason it always eluded me. Mm-hmm. But it used to be one of those things that was on cable all the time. Mm-hmm. And the the poster art was kind of cool. Yeah. And I just wanted to see it. I I, I I think it had like this stigma or like this coolness or this weird thing about it. And I it had eluded me for 30 something years. That's too bad that you didn't keep eluding you, huh? <laughs> That's too bad. It's unlucky. Well, we found it on Amazon Prime, guys. So it's yeah. for, you could go out there if you it, Okay, so so if, the the trans the the well no go ahead if you've ever tried to watch something through a mask at night <laughs> so apparently there's a I was reading that there is a uh, maybe a Blu-ray of this there's at least a, a new transfer of this film um, that makes it easier to watch the the one on Amazon Prime like Nick said it is. It is very dark. It is the most atrocious transfer I've ever seen in the modern era. So there are scenes that you can see. We will give it that. But any of the action stuff at night, any of the stuff where the monster is attacking someone, it's very hard to see. And I wonder if part of that is the decision. Because the big thing about this film is Alien was a huge hit when they were making this film. And so at the last minute, they decided to change the monster. So this movie is about a monster terrorizing a city, um, killing a victim a night, mm-hmm. befuddling the police. And so it was a, I think originally it was just a monster. It was like a, like an abused child that grew up to be like a monster. And then they decided to change it to a space alien at the end yeah. and add lasers to its eyes. Yep. Um, and so I think one, maybe part of the reason that some of the action scenes are, um, uh, so dark is because the monsters, whenever they show it, it looks like a dude in a coat. You know, I don't, you know he's what I'm saying? Looks like, looks like Teen Wolf a he's little tall. bit. He is tall. Uh, anyway, yeah, it's here's how I knew at first that maybe something was going to be um, off about this. William Devane's a star. <laughs> so the movie starts off with a woman, uh, blonde, young blonde woman, walking by herself at night and she starts to get stalked by uh i don't know like a man just okay. a man that sees her pass so she starts to hurry her steps uh he starts to hurry behind her but then she's in the clear like she gets away from him and she's leaning her back against a building and then this hand comes out and rips her head off now they don't show that but later they yeah. say she's decapitated um but i to to ratchet the tension up in that scene they do this every time the monster's there. They have, they have it talking, whispering, like the people can hear it, but it's saying, the darkness. <laughs> and then sometimes it says like vague, like kind of Italian sounding words, like lasagna or something, or which is an Argento film. Oh. Um, and so I was like, well, that reminded me of a movie. By the guy that did V for Vendetta. James McTeague. Uh, he did that ninja movie a while ago. Ninja Assassin? Ninja Assassin. And then when the ninjas would come out uh, and out of the woodwork and start to attack, they whispered ninja over and over again. Do you remember this? Yeah. 
Ninja, I hated that movie. Ninja. What about Don't uh, Be Afraid of the Dark? That's right, your movie. Don't fucking whisper in I kind of like that effect for the Don't Be Afraid of the Dark. No, it makes more sense. Yeah, because they're little tiny men, little tiny Can creatures. I, let's, let me zoom backwards, though. Yeah. Because I realized uh, earlier than you did that something might be wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, I realized that um, pr- this film passed through the hands of a lot of professionals. Right. That work for Amazon and for this, and they didn't even, there, there was nobody that had even the passion to go through and clean it up. They, they saw this like fourth generation VHS copy and they're like, that's good. We'll let that pass to our, our, our streaming service in 2020. Nobody, nobody thought to not release that version of this film. To be fair, there was never been a transfer this ugly on when the internet's been invented. To be fair, there, we're one of the few people that I'm sure click play on this movie on that streaming service. Even the people that put it up there probably didn't do that much. Uh, this is a very this has got to be toward the bottom of the watch list for their for their streaming service don't you think you don't know that you think it's up there top 10 yeah because uh, when I went out to Amazon you know they have those algorithms says because you've pondered suicide <laughs> we recommend the dark so the one thing you're the thing that it's so fucked up is you're saying they didn't pay any attention to the transfer but they did do a little cleanup uh, in the movie they did actually add stuff if you listen to the whispers oh really yeah it's 2002 <laughs> what do they say? Justin. <laughs> they say stuff like... Um, What's uh, in your wallet? Uh, uh, they say... Uh, oh, never mind. I can't even think of a funny thing to say. Well, I was going to try to promote one of their shows, and I can't think of any of them. Uh, Goliath's great. Huh? Goliath's great. Goliath's great. I was trying to think of the one... No, I was trying to think of the one that um, that what's his face got fired off of. Transfather. What? Transparent. Transparent. That's what I was trying to think. Of. That's why I stumbled on. Yeah. Watch Transparent. The darkness. Tambor's innocent. Did I get my joke in? God, this is the worst. Um. So yeah, what happens here? I'm taking yeah. your role. Th- this fucking thing eats a head. He d- knocks a head out. People, the people, the police are baffled. Yeah, and then it turns out that this young lady who was destroyed is the daughter of one Bill Devane. Right. So the police—they're baffled. This is a brutal crime that they can't solve. They are um, kind of at their wits' end, and then life gets worse because William Devane shows up. Yeah, in sunglasses. Yeah, and in a, in a Corvette. Did yeah. you mention that a silver Corvette? And he's got hair that would make Chris O'Donnell laugh at, you know, out loud. LOL. Yeah. He has got a uh, bouffant, I guess. No, he, a... he has like a, a Vinnie Barbarino thing going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. But here, here's what the problem is. William Devane is not cool, and he's a miniature man. I'm going to disagree with you a little bit on that. I think he's got an he's a, he's a He's a guy that has chewed, with, he's chewed gum with his mouth open re- re- repeatedly in, in cinema. Mm-hmm. The only person in history. Only reason is because he can't close his mouth around those huge teeth. Around those monkey teeth. Yeah, the, here's, there's only one person in cinematic history who has chewed gum with their mouth open who isn't a cock. Can you guess who it is? There's an actor who chews gum with his mouth open in, whenever he gets a chance. And it's hard. Everybody else doesn't deserve any a moment of patience and grace, but this guy is somehow cooler than it. I can't believe Can I, who let, this is. Let me guess. You let me guess. He's one of the all-time greats. 
It's a he. Yeah. You're giving it away. One of the all-time greats. She's with her mouth open. Keenan Ivory Wayans. You're not too far away from the truth. The first word you used. Key? Then? Very Keen? close. Very close. Oh, Michael Keaton. There you go. Oh, I did get kind of close. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And Rawhead Rex. Those are the only two that get away with it. <laughs> but William Devane is the opposite of cool. And and the fact that he gets an ass in this movie is a figment. So here's the thing. He, his daughter was decapped. Yeah. He shows up to the scene. The cops are already pissed that he's related to this They victim. hate him. And they know him because he uh, is an author, but he was also uh, put away for a while for murdering his wife's lover. Right. And uh, he, he's come out with a new name. He's got two names in this. Yeah. Steve Dupree mm-hmm. and Roy something. Okay. Um, and uh, got two names. Yep. His inmate name and then his new name. Well, his pen name that he used to author these best-selling novels. Yeah. yeah. And so they're out there like, oh, this kink shit. Here comes, the, here comes you know, big jeans or here comes yeah. Yeah. daddy old, big hair. Yeah, you know? old, yeah, old uh, yellow brick road. Yeah. Here comes uh, the tooth fairies. Precious, I don't know. So he, 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 he arrives in the scene, and he's not. He, he, he looks that he identifies his daughter, and throw kind of throws up dry he, heaves. That's my favorite. That is the only time you see him affected by her death. That's the only time you see him caring for another human being. Yes, and he. No, I know that he does spend the rest of the movie trying to track down her killer. When he's but not it, trying to track down some killer. Yeah, some Kathleen Crosby asshole. But he, um, but he, it doesn't seem like he's doing it for revenge. It seems like he's doing it because it's something to do. Like he's like, yeah, I'll help out. That's my that's my job in this. Movie. He doesn't really mention his daughter too much, and and he doesn't ever not like have shitting and grin. So aside from the fact when he's thrown up a little bit because because of, of the because his daughter looks gross. It doesn't seem like he had much of a relationship. And the transfer is dark, but did I catch him sleeping upside down in the front seat of his car? <laughs> I think there's a scene where he wakes up mm-hmm. upside down in the front seat of a Corvette. Right. Never done in history. Was he upside down? I think he was upside down sleeping in the Corvette. Fair enough. And it was that 70s it's a Corvette. Prince, it's a Prince song. <laughs> he also has a headband. We didn't mention this. Speaking of Prince's guitarist. That's right. Yep. Um, Rising sun. And he. So this is what this is his outfit in the morgue when he's dry heaving. I'm gonna paint a picture. Yeah. Um, sunglasses. Mm-hmm. On. Headband. On. Yeah. Bell bottoms. Super on. Um. And that's it. And a 3D monkey face. <laughs> uh, I have this thing. I have this thing. I refer to people that have a 3D face. Mm-hmm. And I, most of the time, I think it's a virtue. I like people with a good 3D face. Fair enough. Where they they have like a like I like a big nose, you know, like the people that actually have like features. He's got a 3D face, and, and it's bad. So this is, I guess, we can step outside. Do you think people that listen to our show? Yeah. Do you think people will watch this movie first before they listen to it? Think that, I know some people might do. that. I feel bad for Lauren if you do it. I feel bad for <laughs> can name them poopy jeans if you do it. <laughs> I don't feel bad for most everybody. I think else. we could talk about this one. And here's what sucks: without people seeing it, absolutely, you, absolutely. Yeah, but yeah. Here's what sucks: we'll um, try to do a good job of. Detailing we found what this happens. out after, and this pisses me off. What those riff tracks did it? Yeah, and I, read, I, I. That makes me sick. Well, I mean, they try to do a lot of movies that 
maybe they they I think once they got to Rift Tracks or what once they did uh they got out of the mystery science theater proper I think they can do more more oh, movies well. and and more popular movies I know I just that's I just, why they do the dark those I just hate those guys so much well, I, I don't hate I, I I don't hate those guys I hate that's that whole thing I don't I always like mystery science theater a lot I don't okay I did like his movie mega cheese book though I thought that was funny Kevin Nelson Mike Nelson Mike Nelson yeah what did I say you said Kevin. There's a guy named Kevin too. Mike Nelson was the second guy. I don't know, but first guy is my favorite, and I can't remember his name okay. for some for some reason. I mean, I, I and I had to sponsor a Rift Tracks thing through Chud once, and that was a stagger brown wall. Oof. That was like that was a hectagon shit that got stuck somewhere. <laughs> wow, good work, kiddo. So the second victim in this movie is this African American gentleman. Seems very nice. He's walking a prostitute i believe to his place of work or something he's he's doing something strange and she leaves to go to the atm or something and he goes i don't think atm okay you're this right this is 1979 yeah um you're right is it b btm then before tm <laughs> <laughs> so he uh, it was the b-a-n-k that's what they called fair it. enough and so he goes into his office hears a noise for I don't know. This is like a 10 minute long scene. Um, the power goes out luckily for the filmmakers. So they don't have to show anything. And then he proceeds to stumble around in the dark until he's gets blown up by laser eyes. Yeah. He gets so that the, the monster sometimes decapitates people and then sometimes shoots off their heads with lasers. Yeah. Now, were you expecting to see a laser decapitation? I in was this? not. Yeah. But it makes sense that Patrick Swayze had to record a different version of his famous song. <laughs> What? With these laser eyes, one look at you and your head's disguised. <laughs> that's not that's not Patrick Swayze. Oh, that's uh, Hungry Eyes. That's uh, Eric Carmen. Yes, I was thinking of she's like the wind. Right, that's Patrick Swayze. Her head's like the wind. Yeah. <laughs> Wasn't Hungry Eyes in Dirty Dancing though? Possibly. Yes, yeah. Eric- it was either in, it was in one of his romantic movies, either Dirty Dancing or Black Dog. Um, Eric Carmen is like one of the three people I follow on Twitter. <laughs> I follow Eric Carmen. Yeah. I follow Leonard Nimoy fan account. Yeah. And Donald Trump. And Eddie Pepitone. Oh, I'll add him. Um, so we talked about Richard Jekyll. Yeah. Right. Um, his partner is played by the actor Biff Elliott. Yeah. One of the great names. Yes. That guy. Does not make it at the end of the Well, film. no. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, but that guy looks like what alcoholism would look like if it took a human form. He always has a cup of coffee in this movie. He's always holding a cup of coffee. He always is disheveled. Mm-hmm. His eyebrows are nuts. Mm-hmm. He He just carries the pallor of a man who has given out. Yeah, of course. He, I love these two guys together in this. Like they're, they're, they're at one point they're they're in a different movie. They him. are in a different movie, yeah. and they are always angry and bothered. They're 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 kind of annoyed cops that they. And at one point, the, the, there's a big line in this that they hate uh, the media. They hate. Uh, I'm, I and have the, that note. Did too. you have this note? And so Richard Jekyll at one point just stops the movie and says. Your channel sucks. No, she asked him what his name is, and he goes, "Your channel sucks." <laughs> that's what. It, that's the name he gives her. What's your name? This channel sucks. This channel sucks. Yeah, that made me very happy. But those guys, like, I like them in this movie. They don't have much to do, and they don't. They're shoehorned into this movie, sort of. Like they're 
they're obviously not um, – they don't believe anything that's happening, yeah. and they're not doing a good job. Well, they've got two problems, right? Mm-hmm. They've got this creature roaming the city, killing people every day, and there's no way – there's no trail. There's no way to right. track this bitch. Uh-huh. And they got William Devane running around with a heart on. So they got two – they got a battle on they two fronts. Him. And they got to listen to Casey Kasem as like some <laughs> science, forensic expert yeah. telling them about how they went under the victim's fingernails and found uh, – unidentifiable like matter and the right the, so casey Kasem was like this just is like a monster and they're like oh fuck are you serious like they can't be- they can't believe it one of the guys says it looks like i think your your guy biff says it looks like pizza so <laughs> he has a close-up of the cells yeah oh yeah which i don't know why well, there's Kay- a big they make a big deal about it being gray and casey Kasem keeps who is like i don't know if a lot of people know casey Kasem is but he is like a he's a famous like dj yeah, top was- 40 guy and then he would he was also Shaggy's uh, voice in Scooby Doo. He is a forensic expert in this, and I, you know, it's funny because Dick Clark produced this movie. Did you notice that? Of course. That's so strange. Well, th- here's what's so funny. You want to talk about a weird like, connection? Yeah. Casey Kasem was on American Top Forty. We grew up listening to him do the, yeah. the hits every Saturday. Yeah, exactly. Replaced by Shadow Stevens? Or yeah. no, 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 no. Uh, Placed by who? Rick Dees. Rick Dees, yes. And what was the name of Miguel Ferrer's character in the Night Flyer? Rick Dees. Was he really? So we got a little horror zoom. Casey Kasem was in the dark. Right. He was replaced by Rick Dees, and Rick Dees is the, the, the character in the Night Flyer. That's fair enough. Not a coincidence. I like the Night Flyer, sort of. Am I wrong? I, I, yeah, I kind of like the movie, too. Are you kidding? That, what a great story. Vampire takes out a whole airport in that. A vampire pilot... Yeah. Flying from airport to airport eating ass and then Miguel Ferrer following him. Yeah. Doesn't go well for Miguel Ferrer, I don't think, at the end. I remember the Nightflyer design was kind of cool. Yeah. He's creepy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a movie you guys should look up sometime. The it's Dark? <laughs> no. Nightflyer. Most certainly not. <laughs> so another person... Can I ask is, you a trivia question? Yeah. Which baseball player do they talk about in this movie? On their, on, you hear about uh, a baseball player winning the MVP award. No. Yeah. I don't know who. Right. Rod Carew. I was going to say Carew. Yeah. I, I was. I should have said it. Yep. Maybe I remembered it. Yeah, osmosis, dog. Oh. I was like, I was going to say it. I should have said it. And Rod Carew was replaced by Rick Dees. Wow. Nope. This film have a Carew? Because... So... So I think uh, we're, we're we're let's talk about the elephant in the room. I know what you're going to say. Okay. What is it? Well, you're, there's two things. There's there's two things I can pick. Okay. Either going to mention talk about the fortune teller or Devane's insane robe. Which one? I was <laughs> Let's talk about the fortune teller first. Which is the which what is that what you're talking about? The elephant in the room or is that something That's else? the elephant in the room. Okay. Yes. There's, there's a fortune teller in this. There's the first that happens in this film. Something that's never happened before and never will happen again. The villain of the piece growls a mirror a mirror to shatter. He growls a mirror to death in this he does. movie. He does. Well, he, and he blows up her whole apartment. I know, but... Yeah. That's actually kind of a cool Manitou-esque scene. Right. But he growls that mirror. What's apart. her name in this? She's kind of a funny... Jacqueline Hyde's the actress's name. Her name is like D-Rez or something in this. Yeah. So, but let's talk about the D Renzi. Let's talk about the bathroom because that is that is Peterson esque. So at one point, Devane walks out, 
in this like it looks like a woman's robe that's like a patch madras robe like strange like all this patchwork different like very shades of brown colored. and blue light blue lots of colors just looks like a technicolor i guess the vein coat Yawn. <laughs> and he uh he is he walks and then he ends the movie in that robe you know what I'm saying? Like, it's so startling because it's so strange. Like, it, yeah. it, even back then, it had to look weird uh, in the 70s. And then at the end, he's back in that comfortable robe. He is the epitome of cocksure. With that, did I have a daughter look on his face? Like, he yeah. doesn't, yeah. he is post-sex. Like, he is out by a poolside, like, just loving life. Yeah, so I had to I had to record a video of that robe and, and send it to you from my hotel room last week. Because, <laughs> yeah. I mean, this was this was one of the worst choices we've had in our show, if not the. You made. You, I don't know why. What happened to, for this one? This was but, a tough one to get. But that through. robe almost made it worthwhile. It, it's it's like you said. It was it's Peterson esque. Yeah, yeah. That that the scary thing is is Peterson's coming in second. I know. In I robe war, if, in robe war, he loses. <laughs> he did have a robe. He had a robe in fear that. That's what I'm saying. He, yeah, I'm saying the robe war. Uh, it's Devane one, Peterson none. Right. Um, so there's a line in this because people start calling the monster a zombie, and then they have a nickname for it. Do you remember that? Mangler. The Mangler, right? And so, are you talking about my newspaper guy? This, the 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 sergeant. The, no, I will talk about. It. I have him <laughs> down too. But the sergeant, like the police chief, says Mangler zombie. I don't want to hear those two words again. Like he's so mad about yeah. it. Like, and that's because he he's so. By mad the way, he, it mirrors a show, uh, an episode we just did. Because we have the the guy saying, "Don't call him the Tooth Fairy in the news," and right. next thing you know, Tooth Fairy in it up. Is it is it the police chief that says that, or is it the is it our it's main a, guy? I think it's, I think it's it's I not think, Farina or Peterson. It's no, no, I'm else. talking about this this and oh, this, this movie. It's definitely a, a police yeah police tough. Um, but he, I just was surprised to hear the term zombie for some reason. I guess. Well, that was around, and this was right around the time Dawn was hitting the world. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead. Um, but by the way, we forgot to mention the celebrity cameo earlier in the film. Casey Kasem? No, no, Miami Vice. Oh, Philip. Uh, what's his name? Philip, Philip Michael Thomas. Thomas. Do yeah. You know, do you know what his character's name is in this? No. Cornrows. Are you serious? Mm-hmm. Jesus. He drops an end bomb in this movie. I, that I was not expecting to hear that in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he might come back because he has this big big contentious relationship with the main cops in this. They're, they're, there's some back and forth and he's, it's the only part of the film that's not ironclad. <laughs> and then he doesn't come back. Yeah. And I was reading on, 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 uh, the trivia thing that there's a, a blind guy who they don't explain who shows up from time to time throughout the film. Who's, who's like around. I don't care. Yeah, there is. There's a guy that's that he's like, by the so there's an actor at the beginning of the movie that this fortune teller he's she's at a party for some reason and the actor she reads his future and she realizes he's going to get killed yeah. he's and she a, yeah he she tells he's a role him model later on by the way and so i know and then so later that since the, the fortune teller says he's going to get killed they start following the our main characters kathy lee crosby and william devane start following him to to kind of try to catch the monster in um in action it actually they, helps it does help yeah, he does die though. The actor, well, yeah. right? Good, because the actor is a dick. Yeah, what, he treats his lady really. He hits bad. her. He punches in the face. Calls her a bitch like four times. 
Yeah, like he and he just, just because she threw his keys in the grass. And he's well, she does it afterwards, and he's drunk. Like he, that's why she doesn't want him to drive. And he's he's acting like a douche. Um, so there's another murder in this where, like, we meet the guy that we talked about before, Keenan Wynn, and he's remember he walks um, Kathleen Crosby, who's a reporter, to her car. She's like yeah. investigating. And then he's like, don't walk by yourself. But he's the one that gets terrorized by the monster. But he makes it. He makes it to an elevator. Yep. Gets away. I was yep. so happy. Yep. I didn't want him to die. No. But we don't We don't see much of him after that, do we? There's a couple elevator escapes I don't think we this. see him again. Build, uh, you do see him run. again, but he doesn't. He he, he has his, uh, one scene after that, I think. But there's um, there's there's Kathy, Kathy Crosby later jumps into an elevator and gets away. So... That monster, the monster doesn't know what to do with elevators. Yeah, he knows how to get here from space. Mm-hmm. But he's he's flummoxed by so, the elevator. So you know, what movie he'd hate, Devil. Yeah, he would hate it. So Keenan went. I was reading that he was he was practically deaf when they made this movie. Don't change that fucking mustache, though. That thing was not deaf. That thing was fucking on point. It is know. not easy, even in today's hipster day and age, to rock that fucking face carriage and pull it and he pulled it out Keena Wynn fucking owned that shape he owned that shape a good last name fitting last name yeah Mm -hmm. did you know that so they interview a guy in at this demonstration and he's wearing a red shirt did you catch what his shirt said no it said Mr. Antoine's health spa Hmm. in big puffy letters and he has like he's, he's mad because the people are dying and they're not there's not enough being done. Right. And he's incensed and he grabs the mic and he starts screaming into it that, you know, they're, you know, basically all is going to be lost if they don't catch this monster. But he's wearing the drama queen, by the way. A little bit. But he's wearing that Mr. Antoine's health spa shirt. You look it up? I didn't. Still in business? Um, and then he's saying stuff like an unnatural creature stalking the streets and we're getting persecuted. Like he's saying that. Like he's giving a little. You're like, what'd you say? He's making it about him. Yeah. But um, it, how many people have died by this point? Not a lot. Well, there's that chubby guy from the bar that has a gun. He gets decapped as well. He turns around and the monster tried to shoot it. It didn't work. Um, by the way, I got to ask. Mm-hmm. Um, if they made a sequel to this film uh-huh. or if there was a post credit stinger. Right. You know what it would be? A massive job recruitment drive for the police department. <laughs> Because I, he kills almost everybody, the creeper. Yeah, he kills everybody he wants. He kills all the cops. He kills the end. stewardess when she comes home from. Um, I know, but in that climactic battle. Mm-hmm. By yeah. the way, and what is? I know I'm cutting to the climactic battle, but did you notice when they cut to William Devane and Kathleen Crosby what they're doing? Hiding. They're standing there in the middle, and he's holding her by the shoulders, and they're looking scared. Yeah, they don't do that's anything. our heroes. Yeah, those are our leading people. They're getting followed themselves by the cops, I think. That's how the cops get onto this. But here's the thing. William Devane, we talked about this. He is horny as hell in this yeah. movie. He he hit, hits on Kathy Lee Crosby. They go to his apartment, I think, or hers. Which may have been a set. He sits in a papasan. I think that's what that chair no, is he, called. No, he doesn't have a pop. Papasans are bigger and they're more wicker. What is that? Because it's like it is it's a like kind a of bowl chair. It's like a you know like a yeah. yeah but, but you know what I'm saying. It a looks papasan, like, man. You're talking. You're talking my language now. That's like a big padded. It's it's a wicker. It's a scoop. Half crescent. Yeah, yeah. With a with a pillow on it. He and looked then like the mamasan. 
oh. is the smaller version. So do you think he was sitting in a Mamasan? No, he was sitting in like a bucket chair of some sort, but he wasn't. I, feel, I would have remembered if it was on a fucking Papasan yeah. or a Mamasan because my family was the location for Mamasans and Papasans. I love Papasans. Yeah. I had one. It was my gaming chair for a minute. Wicker's I, dumb. Yeah, it's not good. We, I, I think the world's lucky. I think this generation's lucky to not live in a wicker world. Yeah. Because those little fucking nails will get you. You know what I'm talking about. Those little nails that they used to nail the wicker. Yeah. Inevitably, it's going to be in you. I know. Yeah. I can't believe he's used the term. That's a that's a first for the microscope, Papasan mentioned. Well, that was a mistake. But I had a jean Papasan. Like, my cushion was made of, like, a jean denim? material. Like, denim, yeah. It was super uncool. I dragged it out of the mall. You dragged it? Yeah. It Screaming? Was, it was hard to get out. I, I got bought in a mall, and I dragged it out with the help of my now wife, who didn't leave me because I was buying this. A denim Papasan. Yeah. See, ours was the, the, the other shit. I slept on that thing a lot. Yeah, it was downstairs in our. In it's our, comfortable. It it isn't. It's bad. It's a bad shape to sleep in. But it was convenient. I'm mad at myself. What? I'm just realizing. What? So we did color out of space. When's that come out? After after this. So we did color out of space. Yeah. And my joke in that was, I was going to say, what if Casey Affleck was haunting that house when all that shit went down? It's not a joke. I just thought of that. I thought that would have been funny. Yeah. To link it to a ghost story. Right. Which we have released. Um, you can edit that out. Just thought of it. Um, anyway, so Devane actually gets laid in this. He and does. She, is, she doesn't even fight it. No, she's into it. Like, she's thrilled about it. And then she can't wait to jump in the sack with him. Um, you, know what she, you know what she did not say at the end of the sex act? What? That's incredible. She was on That's Incredible, right? With uh, John Davidson and, yeah. and Byron Allen. Am I yeah, right? I think Byron Allen was on that show. Mm-hmm. There was a fourth, right? Because there was Real People with Skip Stevenson and That's Incredible. Those are the competing shows, remember? Correct? So Devane is in that. You don't care. Will, Will, Smith, Will Mason, if he's listening, he cares. So he's sitting in that seat, smiling, waiting to get laid. So he's, he is. He is like waiting. He's, he's, the pink thing's coming out. And he's. And he is, uh, she's behind a bar making drinks, and and then he's talking about the fortune teller, like D. It's Renzi. the most set-looking set I've and ever he's seen. He's like uh, seductively talking about this fortune teller. Meanwhile, a day earlier, his daughter was her head decapitated. Were, yeah, she yeah. was dumb, and he was driving. But in his defense, he took the sunglasses off for this scene. He did, and in his defense, he's trying to make a new daughter. <laughs> and in his defense, them nips. Um, but he makes her wait for that. He makes her wait for Devane. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? I get it. No, the, you the don't. Devane I wasn't going to go there, but that's fine. But he does make her wait. Well, no, he's, he's, he, there's a cocktail in his future, a seventies cocktail, which is, you know, it's like a fucking Harvey Wallbanger or something. But my favorite line from that whole scene is when he goes, ah, oh, love this Papa son. I'm so <laughs> glad I get to sit my ass straight down in here. Is this denim? Is this gene? That's what he says. And he kind of yeah. rubs it. I like I like when he goes, uh, man. It's gonna be weird fucking you hard and not having to worry about waking my daughter up. <laughs> he does. Um, they actually whisper that part, and as they're having making love, he's like, "It's gonna be weird, fucking you the hard." Dark. The dark. So they immediately go to. 
they immediately go to a scene where the, the stewardess, when she's she gets off work and then she gets off planet, uh, the monster destroys her. But um, that's when the monster starts to speak like whisper Italian at her. He says something like us. He's like whatever it is. I don't know if it's the monster saying this shit. It could just be the soundtrack. I don't think it's the monster. It's the spicy meatball. Yeah, but he says like he says something like um, Scott. It's like what is that? Like they should wonder if oh wonder if if we put subtitles on that would have what the fucking dickhead saying in this. I love the fact this is you're such an optimist yeah. to think that Amazon would invest the time to put subtitles into this. <laughs> what a what a glasses half full kind of guy. <laughs> that was a Papa son. He was very comfortable. Um. And then I like how the the, the voice um, starts to, which I think is neat, and I think it's a nice flourish by the director. Yeah, Bud. Is that Bud is that the, the those voices start to preview upcoming scenes, right? And says like you hear over the soundtrack, you hear, "Do you think Devane will be on a boat soon?" And then they yeah. cut, and he's on a boat. He's on a boat visiting a, another older, like an older rich uh, white woman for. She's connected to that party he's, with well, the actor. She, he has, yeah, he's he's following clues. He is. He's got I sh- thought it was adorable though that the dark, which is, I'm going to just call him the dark. Who Devane? The the villain. The monster is called the dark. Yes. Um, I love it that he's actually talking to himself. You think like so? He's having a banter, which right. I thought was adorable. Right. He's like, "Do you think Kathleen Cross is going to get her cookies?" <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The dark. <laughs> You thought Justin was an optimist. <laughs> you know how much this movie cost? No. $2.7 million. Well, it's all on the screen. I want you to tell me better ways to spend that money. Literally anything. A border wall? Better. <laughs> I mean, you know, taking the hair off of everyone? Mm-hmm. Better use of that money. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. A battering ram to send it to a village? Like unlimited candy. I mean, of course, that's good. There's so many things you could do with 2.7 bills that isn't the dark, right? And I hate, I hate to think that the the vein got paid. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about the newspaper man. Um. Okay. Why? What? <laughs> no, it's it, it's very strange. There's a scene in this. It's awkward. Where the there's a guy that's selling papers and he's, and he's talking about, there's a, he's talking about the killer. He's like, he's like one of those uh, newspaper guys that's, that yells the headline out. Right. Read all about it. But it's a uh, man with, I guess, dwarfism. Yeah. He's like, he's like a tiny Kenny Baker. Tiny. And then they overdub his voice and he sounds like, he sounds very strange. He sounds strange. Uh-huh. And it, and it's obvious that it's literally stunt casting. Like they, 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 they did not need to do that, and it's maybe it's because they didn't have to move the camera because you know they're driving up in the car and the framing of it, right? Which is logical. They, they had to spend that two. So the cops drive up and he they get a paper he's and like, the Mangler's a zombie. Read all about it. Yeah, and then so the cops get the paper and he hates he hates the cops. They drive away and he flicks them off. Well, they don't pay him. Oh, is that what happens? Yeah, they stiff him. Oh, I didn't see that. I just I hated the cops. Not unlike the, his maker, mm-hmm. stiffed him, left a little on the table. Those guys fucking treated him bad. Well, I, I don't think it was stunt casting. I think he just got the part because he was good. 
because I remember the the soundtrack. Oh, that that wasn't stunt casting. He was actually really good in the audition, but we had the mics fucked up that day and didn't get the audio. It's a shame he doesn't get along with David Rappaport or he'd be in Time Bandits. Um, he's no Jack Purvis. They're um. Uh, at the end of the movie when the actor beats up his girlfriend drives away and they follow him and then the monster kills him that thing yeah um they, the cops finally get the drop on this monster they're not the drop but they finally get him at least they get eyes on him and they start firing on him yeah and they shoot him a lot they shoot him a lot it reminded me of when in Outsiders when they shot Dally remember that it's about the C- S.E. Hinton? Yeah. Remember Dally? I don't. Is it Dally or Johnny? Probably no, it's Dally. Who's Dally? What? Is that Tom Cruise? Matt Dillon. I don't remember. The cops shoot him in the park and they shoot him a lot. Like they keep Sonny? shooting him. Like Sonny the toll booth. And I always thought when I was a kid, I was like, man, they have to shoot him like 14 times, does I he, think. Does Once he die? Is good. Oh, he does die. Just like the guy in Taps? Mm-hmm. So is Ralph Macchio. Remember, he goes into he the gets burning, burned. burning church to save the children, and then he gets super I, burned. I remember there's a scene where he's on a burning, he's on a table mm-hmm. in a hospital. And he's yeah, burned. Johnny Boy's there. Pony Boy. Pony Boy. I think that's Dally that dies. I don't remember much about that movie. Johnny? Maybe his name is Johnny then. So uh, let me think if I'm right. Okay, Emilio's in that. Yep. You got you got, you got got Matt Dillon. Yes. You got C. Thomas. Yep. You got Mach. Yes. You got Cruz. Definitely got Cruz. You got Leif Garrett. Mm, I'm, yes, I'm, he is. He, he plays one of the socias. I think I'm out. I think that's the end of it. Pat Swayze? Is he in it? Mm-hmm. Um, is there anybody else? <sighs> yeah, there Phil is. Phil McKeon? Is there anybody else that we love? Yeah, there is. Who, who's the woman that we love her? Sherry Valens? What? What's her name? Is this her character in it? You know, her name... Um, Leah Thompson? No, no, no. No, 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 no. The cutest. Oh. Okay. What's her name? Streets of Fire? Dan Megara? Oh, Diane Lane? Yeah. So you got... Um, who? Yeah, Passways. Is that? Rob Lowe's in there. That's the one I was forgetting. Um, yeah, Leaf Garrett. Darren Dalton's in there. Not the foot baseball player. No, remember he's the guy that swallowed the... He's the guy that gets shot in um, I don't Red Dawn. I don't remember. He's I just remember the catcher for the Phillies, Darren Dalton. Okay. Anyway, the he just gets the monster gets shot a lot. What's your he, favorite? Okay, sorry to sidetrack. Yeah. What's your favorite Rob Lowe? What's my favorite Rob Lowe? What's your favorite Rob Lowe? Um, okay. Okay. Think about Rob Lowe. Do you like Rob Lowe in Saint Elmo's Fire? No. Can I finish? Hmm. Okay. Do you like Rob Lowe in The American President? Do you like Rob Lowe in The Blonde Bunny? <laughs> I don't like Rob. Uh, that's funny. But I don't really like Rob Lowe. I, I love I, Rob Lowe. I don't understand the appeal. Is because in Marietta in the 80s he had sex with a high that. schooler? And I mean, that's awful, but I don't care Carl, about that. Carl, Carl went to school with her. Uh, they were they're friends in high school. Are you serious? Yeah. Um, I didn't like. I I just I never thought he was that. I know he, uh, he, actors liked him a lot. Like, like comedians liked him a lot because they said he was really funny. I just is it because he's so pretty? No, I liked him in Parks and Rec. He was funny. I don't know who was on that? He's great in The West Wing. 
Yeah, I never watched it. He, I know he's, his book was great. Did you? That's an audio book worth getting. Stories I tell my friends, whatever. It's I a, don't like Rob Lowe. You asked me if I read his book. Oh yeah, several times. Well, no, I've I don't read. Read Mein Kampf. So whatever. What does that say? <laughs> well, they're both written by fucking egoists. <laughs> I, honestly, Rob Lowe. The guy's a fucking miracle to look at. Mm-hmm. He does. He could probably. He he probably can. He could probably have a little bit of that ego. Because that guy is, he's got a jaw that will fucking knock you out. You know, he still looks great. Are you just trying to torture me? I don't want to talk about Rob Lowe. What about Chad? Can we talk about Chad yes, for a while? I'll talk about Chad. All about. right. So um, the monster, the vein lights the monster on fire and explodes. Instantly dies. It explodes. Yeah. So he does do something. He does, after a bunch of cops get killed by lasers and yeah, but throwing. First... The, he picks up Kathleen Crosby and Devane lights it on him, the monster on fire and it explodes. I'm going to backtrack though. Yeah. Because he's trying to run away when mm-hmm. Kathleen Crosby's getting it and then he changes his mind. Right. And then in an, in, a, in an instance of the actor obviously being afraid of the stunt, he awkwardly sets that thing on fire and he's recoiling why he does it. <laughs> well, you got to hand it to him if he's afraid. He really, he does get in there. Although I do kind of like that sequence. Yeah. Because it's no shortage of cops. I mean, that thing wins. I mean, right. it, it dies, mm-hmm. but it takes out dozens. It goes out. It goes, it goes out. out. And for a film in which they added the laser effects after the fact, there's a lot of guys who are on ledges that explode and fall to their death. Right. So either they reshot that stuff or the thing was nuts, even as an, I think it was an autistic boy originally. Yeah, yeah. And I think... I don't know if we mentioned this, but Toby Hooper was the original director on this, right. and he he got fired. Yeah, and they brought in Bud. Bud. Yeah. So Toby Hooper is one of those guys. Yeah, director. I mean, his career—he's done some good ones, and he's done some not so good mm-hmm. ones. Right. I'm not a huge Toby Hooper guy. Eh. Give and take. I like some. I'm sad he's died. I'm sad he died. Yeah. I always thought when I was younger, I thought his name was Tobe. Yeah, I did too, actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, by the way, um, I almost stopped and took took a photo when I was on my trip this week um, because there is uh, a business called the Tobin Bone and Joint Center. Whoa. Yeah. I was tempted, man. Why didn't you? It's just too hard to pull over and take yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, uh, guys, let me sidetrack. Hilton Head is designed like an asshole. You know about Hilton Head? What they've done with Mm-mm. that fucking town? No, they're not. You're not allowed to mark. You're not allowed to brand your buildings. So if you're a Wendy's, mm-hmm. you have to fit their design. Or if you're a Walmart or a Kroger, so everything looks identical. And there's this massive droopy trees. You can't build anything and use color. It all right. has to be looking like Hilton Head. So sure. everything looks the same. So I'd be driving around parking lots like endlessly looking for places. So the Tobin Center just look like Wendy's. <laughs> So I got a super zoom for you. All right. It reminded me. Hilton Head. The victim at the beginning of this film. Did you read this? No. William Devane's daughter that's decapitated at the beginning, played by an actress who is Paris Hilton's mom. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. She gave birth to Paris Hilton. Shame it didn't really happen. Another interesting bit of trivia I read. Mm -hmm. 
Jacqueline Hyde, the lady who plays the fortune teller. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was in Woody Allen movies and all. Okay. You know what distinction she has? She's in the dark. Well, that's a big distinction. But she she's she has the dumb luck of having two of her associates die in murder suicides. Lucky, lucky lady. What in real life? Yeah. What are you talking about? Two separate friends of hers were killed in murder. She suicide. read her Wikipedia page for this. Yep. Man, you really did the work. <laughs> I do appreciate. I it. I love doing the work. Yeah. I mean, that's. By the way, that's not a bad. That's not a bad T-shirt. Is this channel sucks? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's uh, it's one of those movies that you can't not see over and over again. I think it's one of the I you know I'd I'd say this is like a um a Christmas movie. Would you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's why I'm always on there. You think Die Hard's a Christmas movie? What about The Dark is yeah. a Christmas movie? Uh they have a line in this that says one of the people say uh, I don't know who it is. The shark is known as an eating machine. We have a killing machine. Yeah, that's a really well thought out line. What, is a shark known as an eating machine? Keep in mind, this is after Jaws as well. Yeah. This movie has some similarity to Jaws. The beginning, for example. A poorly designed creature. Well, no, yeah, a creature you never see. And then there's a there's a whole uh, room full of people that are talking about, we can't go to the public yet. We don't want to alarm everybody. And you've got a quint just to see the screen. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. There are some, there are yeah. some similarities. Yeah. I mean, both huge hits. Both changed blockbuster cinema. Yep. Um, both have William Devane. And that's it. Did you know that Devane was originally going to be Indiana Jones? I don't know. Fucking, can you imagine? I wonder what he was up for that he turned down or he he didn't get. Ironically, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> you really think he looks like? Oh my a god, monkey, he's huh? a fucking flying monkey. He's played Kennedy. I'm surprised twice, you don't, right? don't like him. Yeah, he he does have. I think he can talk like the Kennedys. I think he that's a well, he has big that fan. fucking three D head too. And he was on Dallas or Falcon Crest, something like some one of those big soaps. He was known for that. Knott's Landing, I think. Um. Anyway, all right. Well, that's that's the dark, ladies and gentlemen. It's a yeah. good one. That's a. I. Would you think it's a microscope movie? Microscope classic. I mean, no. I think but, we're gonna, should we give William Devane the mic? You know, the microscope shine. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't know. No, the thing the thing is is I think to the benefit of our listeners, we've done a service. Yeah. By Amazon just saw the metrics on streaming. This thing's getting yanked off the fucking airwaves now. Two people watched it. Yeah. And they had me watching it in two different cities. Mm-hmm. Are you fucking nuts? Yeah, they're like, This thing's going haywire, we need to pull it down. I like how I couldn't even think of one of their shows and I watched their shows. What's the superhero one? That's what I was trying to think of oh, too. Oh, the boys. The boys. Yeah. Well, as networks go, they don't have the best. I mean, they have some like the Mrs. Meisel, I think is on is on there. Yeah. I mean, Man in High Maisel. Castle is great. Meisel. Um, Orange is New Black. Mm-hmm. Is that them? No, it's Netflix. Okay. Um, Do you think it, at the end of the movie, did you? Where was your heart at the end of this film? Um, was it with the monster? Was it with the with you know the the police was it with Devane and Crosby? I, I, I'm ashamed. Where was your heart, admit, Nick? Have, where was your heart? I had no heart. I felt for no one. I felt a little bit for the monster, and I I have to give it to Bud because he was like he put that extra flourish in there. 
when the cops were all, you know, firing upon the monster, and he was like, "Don't shoot! <laughs> Stop shooting! I'm a father. <laughs> I didn't mean to the cap. <laughs> I'm from space. That's a compliment where I'm from. That's how we say hi. I'm so sorry. I think my space knee just got blown out. <laughs> Why am I wearing tattered clothing? Why can you see?" By the way, this is like the Jim Gaffigan podcast all of a sudden. <laughs> is that what he does? Yeah, he does the soft voice. Yeah. So, if you uh, were to get a tattoo based I think on the we killed it. dark. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's a lot of fucking options. I would just get, honestly, I would just get the, uh, on my chin, I would get the quotes from around Bud, the director's name, <laughs> the, his nickname, because it's, it's, people just know. They're like, oh, is that like a little tribute to the Bud Cardo, Bud Cardo or something? <laughs> Cardio, Cardo. Yeah, that's what I would do. No, and then it, plus if you put quotes around on yeah. your chin, it looks like from far away, it looks like you got a little chin hair. Yeah, blends right in. Yeah, you can still get hired as long as you don't come in the room. You just shout. Oh, I misheard. Um, that's not what I'd get. I misheard. <laughs> Fane uh, has definitely a problem with coming in the room. That was in the most obvious set, man. Oof. So I'm going to get, um, man, there's so many things I was thinking, I was thinking about getting a full body of that, of that fucking, you know, his little fucking robe, yeah. full body robe. I was, I couldn't remember what a, the name robe. I was like, <laughs> that, that, you know, that body blanket. I, I forgot what those fuckers were. Well, called. to be fair, that robe looks like it's from space. Yeah, it's hard to 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 actually it. It might not be a robe. I mean, that was biblical. It might be like a venom type creature. It also might be like an that's alien, true. You know, huh? Yeah, it's a better film, by the way. He's, uh, the cute robe comes from outer space and li- lives on you. Alien that's robe, a cuter. It's a cuter movie. It is cuter. Yeah, still whispers. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, maybe they could, the could the little patches could shift. When it's depressed yeah. or when it's happy. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Couldn't think of the name. Couldn't think of the word robe, huh? Yeah, it was the, the body blanket, the body mm-hmm. towel. Yeah. Um, the quilt from Beyond Stars. Like that. Oh, yeah. I, I like it. Um, I would get... All right, so I'm going to get the... Um, the You know, Casey Kasem had like a microfiche or like a slide he of did. the dermis of the creature. Mm-hmm. Is that what you call it? It's dermis. You did, yeah. He got he had the alien skin. Yeah, so I would have that slide tattooed on the bottom of my shoes. <laughs> I didn't know whether there's an option that you could tattoo clothing. <laughs> So you, <laughs> you've been inserted into the dark. We're not going to see you, mm-hmm. but what 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 shape does your performance oh, take? Oh yeah, that's this? good. There's a lot of, a lot of options. Let me see here. There's so many. There's just so many 
character and places to choose from. You know, like there's yeah. there's so many sp- ripe spots to pick. Well, okay, so I'm. By the way, mm-hmm. the dark had a co-pilot on his craft when he came to Earth. That's me. And I landed in 70s New York. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm in the mood to go decapitate some fucking dames and Mm -hmm. homeless people. That's what the guy, your friend says. Yeah, that's what the whisperer said Mm -hmm. in the dark. And so I'm like, well, that's neat. I mean, that's an option. Mm -hmm. I was like, but have you seen Cafe, you know, have you seen Studio 54 (laughs) and some of these amazing, like, discotheques? You want to jump right in. Yeah, so my guy, the little Mm co-pilot, who's also, like, nine feet tall and in tattered clothing. Right. Fashion icon. Shows up, I'm on the runway, walking around, whispering. I'm in bars. I am, I mean, bisexual as fuck. I am doing, whispering into everybody. Right. And I am lighting up the world. You know, like, I'm. if you scroll through photographs of, of all those celebrities back then, mm-hmm. you see my whisper in the background. It's a player. Right. And unfortunately, what I did not realize was that me and the dark were symbiotically linked. So I'm at a, I'm at a, I'm, I'm getting a massage with right next to a very famous person, and I immolate <laughs> out of nowhere. <laughs> so you kill the masseuse? No, no, I immolate because the dark just got immolated, and we were kindreds. <laughs> so I'm getting a massage, and the lady's hands are on fire, and the celebrity next to me is like, "What the fuck just happened in the '70s?" <laughs> I'm like I'm like smoking. So you're a, loving life until he. I've got a I've got a joint in one of those long cigarette holders, and I'm laying right. down getting massaged, uh-huh. and I explode into flames and burn the hands of the masseuse. Right. Nobody knows why. It's one of the big unsolved mysteries. But now, having seen the dark, you realize I was his. We were symbiotically linked. Right. And when he got taken out, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. I'm the masseuse. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, after oh, you're Snoop Dogg in Canada. <laughs> and after that, I do have a lot of burn. I have burns in my hands, but I can go back to work. It's not. It just takes a while to rehabilitate. And uh, people are always like asking what happened to my hands, and I said an alien burned. I was massaging an alien that burned unexpectedly, that, burned to like, death in front you, of me. Yeah, is that what you call it? Human combusted right in front of me. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean human combusted it. <laughs> it. Uh, it alien et combusted. Um, I was going to say that you talked about linked. The fortune teller is linked to the alien, and so when the the alien decapitates somebody, the fortune teller reaches for her neck. So it's almost and she she like gets she's freaked out on the boat. She's the like, beginning. I'm sorry, she's like more like she's linked to the victims, but she she does this weird rubbing motion on her neck, like it's mm-hmm. like she's really feeling it. Later, we didn't also didn't mention this when her apartment's attacked, and Devane shows up to see to to see her. She's had a stroke. Yep, and she's sitting in the middle of the bed with with like a weird. And like, she's not. At, she doesn't want help. Frozen face. She does not want help. She and thinks she's gonna die. Bad yeah. performance there, by the way. Well, what are you gonna do? She acted like she had a stroke. She acted like an actress who didn't do her research. They acted the shit out of that scene compared yeah. to old Devane, who's just rolling in there like, eh. The weird thing is that room, like, it smells like fucking, like, like it smells like fucking sulfur. Mm-hmm. And the last thing they hear in the, like, drifting, thank you for the massage. <laughs> the last thing that that poor person heard. That's nice, though. Yeah. It's a good whisper. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, 
you've been tasked with building some sort of a you know a, a business yeah geared around the dark right what shape does it take oh that's such a good question mm-hmm I have a roller rink. Okay. So it's called Whispers. And it's, uh, it's, it's, there's, you know, like when you used to go roller skating, they'd have that disco ball and it'd be like all the cool lights. Not, not here. Complete pitch black. And they're playing fucking whisper sounds. And you're just hauling ass in this rink and you don't, and you're bumping into people. You're falling down. You're getting run out. It's all, all sorts of shit going on. But it's an immersive experience. Mm hmm. Um, and, uh, that's pretty much all of it, except if it's your birthday, you know, they have birthday specials, mm-hmm. you get to record whispers. Oh. So what they do is it's the overlapped whispers of all the birthday people that you're experiencing. It's kind of neat. I like that. Yeah. And then, um, and then you know, like rollers, those roller skates back in the day would have that knob on the front as a brake. You know, oh, like yeah, you'd yeah. have that, the knob on the front yeah, of your yeah, foot like, that you like could the, like, to stop. Yeah, as a brake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's shaped like William Devane. <laughs> and that's it. Whispers Roller Rink. Mm. I would do one of those restaurants. Do you ever hear of those places that you can go eat, but it's in the dark? <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like pitch black. Yeah, like in Billions, where you put the thing over your head? or No, different. Well, it's different. So they'll, I don't know. I can't remember Billions. They eat that rare bird with the blanket over their head? Yeah. Right. No, this is a restaurant. They eat that in the apartment, like at, at Axis Place, right? Okay, whatever. So there's a restaurant and they turn it's like pitch black and then and then you get served food, you know, can't really see what you're eating. And I don't know if the waiter how the waiters get around in there. I guess they wear infrared. But they, they these places do exist. Okay. Um I would do one of those restaurants, but instead of getting served food, you would get eaten yourself or decapitated. Okay. I guess. No. Um but no, I, I would do that just because um but it wouldn't be it wouldn't be food, it would be a theater. And then they would show it would be completely dark, and then they would show the dark to you, and you on an know. iPad, but you can't see it. Yeah, yeah. it's completely dark. No, I have, I have no idea. It's, it's good. Oh, it's great. Nailed okay. it. And then there'd be a little William Devane in there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you haven't heard of those places that you can just go eat in the dark? No. Yeah, I've never dark eaten. Mm-hmm. No. You've so, never you've never been in the dark Arby's before. <laughs> you lie. <laughs> Dark Arby's. Yeah. What a great chain that would be. <laughs> it's probably more successful. You can't see the food. I had a little Arby's lately. I actually oh, hated well, Arby's. We have a friend who used to run Arby's. Yeah. We're playing cards with him on Monday night. Mm-hmm. Um, holy shit. Can you imagine just doing dark versions of every chain? That's what, that's what, that's what my idea is. And, uh, you know, that, that, that we'll take the, we'll branch out for, We'll put the dark version of the fast food restaurants. You're right. That's great. I'll piggyback on your idea here and then take it as my own. Like what, what would be some other good ones? I mean, there's, I mean, everything. I mean, Jesus Christ. Dark Captain D's. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, but, but see, the thing is, it's almost like, you know, like they were going to do the dark version of the DC, mm-hmm. you know, the dark, what do they call it? Dark, dark justice. League. What was it oh, called? Dark justice League uh, dark. No, the, yeah. It's but, called Justice League Dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was thinking, that's what I'm saying, like Zabaro Dark. Or you go, you know, you go to like, you know, Dark Wendy's. 
Mm-hmm. You know, I Dark Wendy's sounds good. Dark yeah. Wendy's, Dark Arby's actually sounds pretty great. Dark Arby's actually, it does. It kind of sounds has... almost like a Star Wars character. <laughs> yeah, there's something about it. Yeah, yeah, it's got uh, a ring to it. Yeah, yeah, like Dark Mo. Dark it might Mo's. be cool. Like it might be a cool thing. You know, hey, there's. But a... then, but then you'd have to get creative. Maybe mm-hmm. they can't just be like Dark and Donuts would be a way one way to go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. I mean, you, you'd have McDarkolds. <laughs> you know, you'd have to get some. You have to make it fun, right? Kids, we're going to we're going to te- we're going to McDonald's. No, yeah, no, we're going to McDarkolds, McDo- and we're going to play on the dark playground. And you're going to get hurt. Yeah, you can't see, and you got to try to put your shoes in the little shoe carry things. Shoot whatever those things are. You're going to miss. Yeah, you can't see it. And then and then you get really esoteric with some of them because you're you're trying to be creative. You know, right? mm-hmm. like. We're going to don't eat eyes. What what the fuck? Don't eat eyes. You like Cajun food? Cajun fast food? Oh come on, man! Don't eat eyes. That's not even close to Popeye. Like, well, dark dark eyes didn't work. Okay, well, all right, fine. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Can we can we split the difference and go to dark jangles? No. I'm trying to think of another good one. You know, it's a good one. What? No, I'm asking you. That's what I'm saying. I'm trying to think of another fast food restaurant. I can't even think of another fast food restaurant. I'm out. I was trying to work up something with uh, Jimmy John's. I just hate the guy that runs Jimmy John's. He's a, he kills animals. Yeah, he does. And he also hunts. I was saying that he kills animals for his actual restaurant chain. That's the, I told you that story, right? I grew up in Champaign, Illinois, and he... Um, I think it's where he started in Illinois. So I met him. You met Jimmy John. I think so, and I think... I think I might have said this on the podcast before, but my friend and I sold a newspaper ad to him for a school paper, and he kind of hit on my friend. I think was that it was a boy him. or girl. It was a girl. It was my friend right. Jennifer. Doesn't mean it. He can hit on. Boys. I'm not sure it was him though, but I think it was Subway. I mean, you can, yeah, yeah. You don't know. Okay, well, that weird. Mm-hmm. I hope it was. I couldn't see. Yeah. At the time, because we walked in there, it was completely dark. And uh, he was experimenting with a dark Jimmy Jones. <laughs> I have a similar story. Yeah. I played spin the bottle with Long John Silver. <laughs> <laughs> Sell a newspaper ad. All right, you're on an island. Yeah. You've, you've accumulated a vast array of debris over the years. Right. Um, Last episode, you said we were trapped on these islands. <laughs> Did you know that? Yeah, we are. I mean, we're we're there on, we're there electively, but we're never leaving. We're not allowed to ever leave. Mm. But how are we bringing things on? They're they're arriving via like a balloon, like you know those fucking parachutes with boxes. So we're wishing them onto our right. island. Yeah. Okay. But we're not like by nature of the situation we're in, we're not allowed to wish for things to help us escape. We're in some kind of hell where we're allowed to take one thing from the dark and put it on our island. <laughs> So we know that we've sinned and that we're paying a very steep price for it. Yeah, but the thing is, it. here's the thing, though. We're, we're, it's almost like we're accumulating karma points by our choices, by intentionally not getting things that are going to just make us get off or, you know, like amenities and whatnot. We're getting things that are weird. Mm-hmm. So we're not just trying to, you know, make our lives amazing. Right. Um, I mean, like, you're, you're getting things that scare you and you're chaining them to your island. I know, that was a mistake. Uh, you know, so I mean, like, there's... You know, we're not, it's not hell. It's Perg. Yeah. 
Do you have any idea what you're going to take? I haven't thought about it, but I'm I'm going to. Oh, what movie are we doing? The Dark still? Mm-hmm. Okay, shit. Oh, man, there's so many great things. I have to admit, I hate it. It's awful, but I'm getting the ugliest brick bar. A little, like a, like, like a little brick bar. Mm-hmm. A little, little place to mix cocktails that's super tiny with an awkward chair attached to it that's across the room. Not a Papa Son. Not a Papa Son, but I'm I'm gonna have like this little this. You little... know what that is? What? It's a Devena Son. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have it's so I'm gonna have a really awkward crawl space of a bar, right? Where I mix drinks for my guests. What guests? The George, Beast Within Head, Georgie. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get me into heaven. I love that you <laughs> mix in drinks for a dead boy. The best ever is that you say it with such shame. You know, you say you can't even say it. You say it with such shame. <laughs> it's a made-up island, and you took <laughs> Georgie's body to show to guests. I bring him guests. Well, you break him out. When you I break him out when I have company. <laughs> in my in my mind's eye, he doesn't decay any further. Mm-hmm. But let's be honest. Yeah, Georgie ain't getting better. But I'm I am under. I'm serving a minor. Whenever I can, so yeah, yeah. I, got, I got Georgie's body. That's his resting spot, by the way, is at the bar, right? Sitting up at the bar. Well, he'd be of age he's in a way. Got a sippy cup with bourbon. <laughs> he'd be of age. I mean, he's been he died dead in a the, long time. Yeah, that's yeah. true. I mean, his brother's in his mid forties. That's this true. Yeah. But if you took, but you did take him back. When did you take him from it, it too? So yeah, you he would be old. Yeah, I mean, he's young looking, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's deceptive. He's like, you know, he's got a little bit of, you know, Isabel Furman going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to take the robe then, if you're not going to take it. Because I went off of that fucking island. That's and the quickest way to heaven? That's, I want to be rescued, and I can think of no better way to signal planes than wearing that robe. Right. And in fact, I run the risk of a plane kamikaze into me right. because I'm wearing that thing. I mean, that is like, the equivalent of drawing SOS in the in the sand, filling up with branches and lighting on fire. Right, that's the kind of heat signal that you're f- putting out there. Plus the scent wafting from Devane. Mm-hmm. There's all sorts of signaling kind of happening for rescues. I mean, the reality of it is, yeah, the best case for you. Mm-hmm. Pilot glances down and goes, "Oh, an aid's quilt," and keeps just keep flying. Why would he pass that? Because he would just think there's it, it, no, it would never cross a human mind that that was an article of clothing. Mm-hmm. That is a patchwork that somebody. So you're saying I wouldn't be rescued? No. So you're saying I'd be stuck on an island in that robe? I mean, mad uh, it, at it would be like hitchhiking in a clown uniform. <laughs> you're not endearing yourself to no one. Yeah, there's nobody that's into you. You're not getting any friends. Yeah. Hmm. Your best case would be a color flying, a color flying, a colorblind flyer. What if I try to make it my sail? I made a boat, and that would be like the rope could be like my sail. Yeah, you know, I got sh- I get shot out of the ocean. <laughs> shot out of the. Yeah, that'd be puke looking. I mean, like you think about what was it? Uh, I mean, so we, yeah, you know, uh, Tom Hanks left on that weird piece yeah. of plastic right in the boat life of pie he had some sort of weird shit mm-hmm. 
Is there any movies where somebody shits out with a shitty, uh, colorful shit? (laughs) (laughs) 